Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another sermon slash discussion on Grow God's Light podcast. Let us pray. Father God, we are here today just to serve and honor you. We are grateful, Father, to you for all the things that you do. Father, we are here in this moment of time. We are here, Father, to gain your wisdom and your insights of this world. We thank you, Father, for the gift of your life. We thank you, Father, that in that life, you felt we were worthy enough to wake up again this morning just to serve you, just to praise your name. We are forever grateful, Father, for you and all the things that you do. Now, as I move forward in you, Father, Surround me, my children and grandchildren, with your armor of protection and allow your angels of grace and mercy, love and light, truth and clarity to be in our lives now and forevermore. To Archangel Michael, my protector, thank you. To the kingdoms of all kingdoms, spiritual guides, and guardian angels, thank you. To my most gracious God, my Father, I thank you. All these things and more, Father, I ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Good morning and thank you for joining me. I am again out and about. It is 37 degrees, but I wanted to get up this morning, go out and seek God. So I am at one of my favorite places, the lake. And when I got here, the scenery again is beautiful. You know, God doesn't care what type of weather we have. He sets the sceneries regardless of if it's hot, cold, raining, snowing. He always sets the sceneries for us to witness his unconditional love. And today, being that it's 37 degrees and I'm at the lake hanging out here with God and in his presence, enjoying him, they have a lot of geese that's in the water this morning. Let me see if I can let you guys hear them. They're out here celebrating it seems like with their families let me see if you guys can hear them they are communicating with each other and as i'm sitting here and i'm looking at them we have one two families on the left side of the lake and another family on the right side of the lake. And it is just a beautiful scenery to know that these animals are always constantly in the presence of God, enjoying everything that God has laid out for them, not only us, but he has also laid it out for them to enjoy. And it is so beautiful how 
They are on the lake. They're communicating with each other. They are floating on top of the water and you can see their reflections. And you can also see that God has laid out around the lake, his foundation full of trees of all kinds of greens that mingle with each other. And you got browns coming in and tans coming in. And then God has laid his son above the lake and allowed his son to reflect down on the lake and highlight all of these attributes that would bring this scenery all together, not just for us to witness, but also God's animals. And to know that they are out here and they're free is a blessing within itself. And to know that they communicate with each other and they hang out in this atmosphere to be in God's presence shows nothing but unconditional love from God for not only them, but also for us. I wanted to come out this morning just to see what's going on out here at the lake. And every time I get up in the morning, I always seek God and I always want to go to places to witness God and the beauty that he brings to this earth. And today is such a beautiful scenery. And even though it's cold out here, if you dress the part, that's fine. You can still come out and hang out, you know, in God's presence and go into his nature and see what he has set out for today. Every single day, God allows a different scenery to be seen that he created himself. And that's something to look at, to know that every day God comes up with a different scenery to place upon the earth so that we can witness his unconditional love. So today, when I came out here, and I seen that these geese was out here and it was enjoying themselves and they're swimming from one side of the lake to another side of the lake and they're communicating with themselves and to sit here and just witness how good God is that he allows them to have this time in his presence and to sit upon the water as they communicate with each other in happiness and how we have three different families here of geese and two families on one side and another family on the other side. And here these geese are communicating all three families together. That is the type of God we serve. He makes sure that he takes care of these animals, just like he makes sure he takes care of us. So I am forever grateful to God that every time I do come out here, I get to witness a different scenery and God has displayed to me different things that I would see when I get here. Either the birds would fly over top of the lake and being that God has his sun reflecting off of the lake, those birds that fly in the air, you can see their reflection inside of the water of the lake or on top of the water as a reflection of the lake and it's just it just amazes me how God sets the scenery you know for everything in this world to be in a specific place and at a specific time and in a specific way and in a specific color and in his divine timing he started to build up these foundations to bring us these beautiful creations these beautiful pictures that also, not only does he create them and bring them out into the world for us to see, but he gave us the ability to take these pictures that he created 
and put them inside of our minds to remember them. So I started taking pictures of these geese and everything different that God shows me in his presence so that on those days when we have situations that come that sometimes takes us, you know, out of our happiness, we can always go back to those pictures and look at them and see the unconditional love that God has placed upon those pictures. And right away, when those pictures hit your mind, it immediately changes the mood that you're in. Because as we all know, it is a hard journey to walk in this world because we are not in God's divine timing. We are in the world's timing and in the world's timing where the enemy now lies or where he walks. He always seems to bring something upon us that tries to take us and our focus off of God. But when we take God's memories, his photographs, his creations, and we put them in our phones and take pictures. We always can carry that presence of God with us wherever we go and whatever circumstances that we come into, we can always go back to those pictures and God immediately places his unconditional love in us. And whatever that was messing with us or making us feel some type of way immediately gets uplifted off of us. And we get the opportunity to surrender those burdens to God. And that is absolutely wonderful. I have so many pictures in my phone because as I begin to get up every day and go out and seek God in his presence of nature. He gives me something different that I did not see the previous day that I can take a picture of his unconditional love and store that in my phone. And when I need it, I can go back to it. And it also would feed my spirit. So that's the type of God we serve. We serve a God that makes sure that we can seek him and find him and be in his presence any type of way that we can. And when we take pictures of his creations, we can go find those pictures in our phone and again, take us back to the presence of God. And we have a brain where when we go back and we look at those pictures, our memory immediately takes us back to how we felt in the presence of God. And then we will realize that we are back into that unconditional love of God, that status that we felt when we were there to take those pictures. So I just want you to know, you know, in life we work and we pay bills and we take care of our children and we hold our households down and our vehicles down and God is saying, you know what? I know you, all those things you have to do. I know those responsibilities that you have to take care of, but I want you somewhere in your timing of my day. I give you 24 hours of it in that 24 hour period. I want you to go somewhere and seek me and spend time with me and look at what I laid down in the land for you to receive and for you to believe that it is me that has placed it there for you so that when you have any type of situation that you're not feeling good in, you are able to come into my presence and I am able to fill you up with my unconditional love and you will feel better. That's the type of God we serve. A God that loves us unconditionally. 
a God that will always lay out things in our best interest, a God that whatever he creates in the world, it is something that will touch our inner spirits and it will lighten up our hearts. And that is the type of God that overlooks this whole world, that he makes sure that any type of way that he can have us step into his presence, he is willing and able and ready to gift us that because we are walking in his life. And in God's life, we get to see things through the eyes of God. That is a wonderful, wonderful conception to know that as we walk in God's life, we get to see things through his eyes while we walk in his life. And he brings these things to our attention in a way that we immediately place them in our long-term memory. That is a wonderful, wonderful God. I also come out to the lake because they have other parts that you can go to um, when you come out to the lake. And the water here is multiplied from one side of the lake to the other side of the lake. And one day when I was sitting here and I was looking at the water and I was thinking, you know, all of this body of water, God takes one raindrop, you know, and he started this whole body of water to come together. And every time it rains, whatever water gets depleted or lost, God allows it to rain to replenish that water that was lost. And it's amazing to me how God knows and keeps record of how much water he needs to drop, when he needs to drop it to maintain the beautiful body of water. So I was thinking one day when I was sitting here and I was looking at the water and I was saying to myself, wow, imagine how many blessings God has in this water that he wants to give out to everybody. And when you look at that body of water, it makes you realize that if those blessings are stored in that water for everyone that comes from the sky, because, you know, God does make it rain and God rains down blessings and God rains down these blessings and he puts it in these bodies of water. I got to thinking, wow, I wonder how many blessings God has rained down and placed in this body of water. So I wanted to try to figure out a way to give God my thanks of bringing this body of water together for us to look at as a way for him to show us his unconditional love. How could I give back to God? So I started to give offerings to God in the lake so that that love can continue to be in that foundation so that others through their life, wherever they may come from or whoever may visit the lake will get to see the unconditional love that God has placed here for me to enjoy as I sit here and I look at it, you know, when I come out here and spend time in the presence of God. So I started doing my offerings to God in regards to thanking him for that. And um, 
it makes me feel good to know that not only do I show God gratitude through speaking my thanks to him for the life that he gifted me, but I also get to give him offerings in his water and to increase whatever blessings there is that he has laid down in this water for people to come out and also witness his unconditional love of how beautiful he makes the lake. And in doing that, you know, to give offerings back to God made me feel very good because as I planted those seeds in the lake for everyone to witness, that also means that God is going to also show people when they come out to visit the lake, all the blessings that or in the lake, they get to see those blessings and they get to see those blessings because God will change the foundation, the scenery, the pictures, you know, he will show people different things in his presence of unconditional love, just as he has shown me different things in the presence of his unconditional love. So I felt good to give those offerings. And every time I come out here, I make it a point to give God offerings because of how good he makes me feel when I come out here and how good he makes my spirit light up and connect with him by the sceneries that he shows me, by the things that he displays to me, and by the ways that he keeps this all maintained, you know, for us to witness. That's the type of God we serve. So when you go out and you see a beautiful scenery somewhere, give God your offerings so that when you plant those seeds of your offerings in the water for God, he will take those blessings of your seeds and expand it out for everyone to see exactly what you get to see as a display of his unconditional love. That's why I love God, because God always always has something new to share with me. That is his unconditional love. A love that has no expectations, a love that has no limitations. It is just a love that continuously keeps giving and giving and giving and giving. And he gives that unconditional love not only to me, but he gives that unconditional love to everyone in the whole wide world to see. That's the type of God we serve. So the next time you go out and see a beautiful scenery set by God, give God an offering so that God can take those blessings that he has down in that body of water and allow everybody else that comes upon him to see exactly what he laid out for you or me to witness as his unconditional love. Again, you can hear the ducks or the geese as they are enjoying the scenery here at the lake at this time. You know, and I can sit here for hours because, you know, as I go around the lake, it amazes me how God has laid out the scenery. How there's so many different types of trees and so many different colors of green that he has out here. And then he took and entwined in between them colors of brown and tan and how he set out and put some benches out here for you to sit at the beginning of the lake or the ending of the lake or where you can park your car. 
and look at the lake and see it from one end to the other. And you just get to see the whole picture of what God has done for us. It is amazing. It is truly, truly amazing. And beautiful at the same time. So get out into the world. And in your 24-hour time period, spend some time with God. And enjoy his unconditional love for you by being in his presence. Now I'm hearing the birds are coming out. They're starting to talk to each other and sing to God. And it's just amazing to me how God brings it all together. And guess what? You don't have to pay any money for it. It's free. Even when I go out to the beaches, different beaches, I'll go out and visit different beaches. And even though it's in the wintertime, you know, it's amazing that when I go out to these beaches or even when I'm out to the lake, others come out and they're witnessing the same thing that I'm witnessing. And it's amazing how God allows us to come to these places so that he can openly allow our spirits to connect with him in his presence that's the type of god we serve a lot of people were on the beaches that i went to even though it's cold people still want to connect with god people still want to be in god's nature people still want to be in the presence of god's lakes and his beaches just because god created them it's a pool a magnet that pulls us to God so that we can connect with him through our spirits. That is why a lot of people love to be outside. That is why a lot of people love to be at the lakes. A lot of people love to be at the beaches. We are all drawn to water in the world, wherever it may be, in the oceans, in the seas, on the beaches, on the lakes. Wherever water is, we are drawn to it because of our spiritual connection with God. See, a lot of people didn't know that. That is why when you go to these places, you get in the beach and you, have, you get in the water or you go to the lake and you get in the water, you have a feeling of fulfillment and happiness because your spirit is connecting with God. That is why when we take baths and when we take showers, we feel good about it because your spirit is free and your spirit is connecting with God. That's the type of God we serve. Water allows us to be fulfilled in God. And this is why when you get baptized, water is used. When, you, when they put you, dunk you down into the pool area and baptize you, it is a sense of freedom. It is a sense of connection with God because that water allows us to connect with God. This is why when you are pregnant or when women are pregnant and the fetus or the baby is inside of the mother's womb, they are succumbed in fluid because that is our connection with God. And that is why when we become children or adults and we go out in the world we are drawn to that multitude of magnitude of water because 
We grew in it when we was in our parents' wombs and that is our connection with God. He's, he kept us alive in those fluids because of our spiritual connection with him. So when we go into any type of body of water, we are connecting, or I should say, reconnecting with God. And this is why you feel good when you do it. This is why you feel good in a shower. This is why you feel good in a bath. This is why you feel good in a jacuzzi. This is why you feel good in a pool. This is why you feel good at the beaches or or the lakes. It's because you are reconnecting spiritually with God. Didn't know that, right? That's a little insight for you from God. That is why you are very happy when you do these things because you are reconnecting with God spiritually. So this is why when you go to any scenery where a body of water is, you're connecting spiritually with God. Unbeknownst to you, you are. And this is why when you do see these type of things or you be in the presence of God, it is because this is taking you back to when you were in your mother's womb. In that fluid. God was spiritually connecting with you. And this is why you were able to live in that fluid. Because of God's unconditional love. And he allowed us to relive that experience of being in our mother's womb outside of the womb in the world. Isn't God amazing that he allowed us to do that, to reconnect with him just as we were connected to him in our mother's womb of that water. That's the type of God we serve. He allowed his spiritual experience that he created in us as a fetus when we begin to have life inside of us to come outside into the world and we can we can reconnect with him in the world and his unconditional love. Not only does he allow us to experience that love, but he also allows his animals to also experience that love. And this is why every animal in the world, every human being in the world must have water to survive. Because that is our connection, our life force with God. Think about it. You know, we have to have water to replenish our cells in our bodies. It's all about the spiritual connection of water and God. This is why we have to have water to survive. We are still connected with God through water of our spirits. That is our survival. That is our life force in God, water. And this is why God goes through so much in this world to make sure that you and I and the animals, the seas and the lakes and the beaches, the pools, the jacuzzis, our showers and our baths, we always have enough water because God wants to keep us spiritually connected to him in any way, shape, or form. So that when we do these things or when we touch that water or when we sit in that water or when we drink that water, we are spiritually connecting with God. 
That is his unconditional love in our lives. So every time it rains out here, I want you to think about it. God knows through the God and goddesses of the kingdom, they are all delegated to take over certain things in the world for God. They are dedicated to making sure that we are just fine in this world and that God's animals are just fine in this world. So there is a God or a goddess that is in charge of making sure that God's scenery stay the way that they are. God lays out the sceneries, but the God and goddesses of the kingdom make sure that those sceneries are stayed the way that God wants it to be. And they do that by reporting back to God just how much water is needed on this earth to give us everything that we need to survive. And this is why on certain days it will rain all day. On certain days it will only rain half the day. On certain days it could rain four or five days in one week. And that is because the God of Goddess has told God how much water we need in this earth so that we can continue to survive. Isn't that amazing? And this is why sometimes it'll rain four or five days in a row because there's a lot in this world that God needs to replenish over and over again to make sure that we are fine and the animals are fine and the trees are fine and the food that we eat is fine because there's enough water that can be distributed around places so that we can get what we need to survive. Isn't that amazing? Just think about it. These God and goddesses, they'll go back to God and they'll tell God, okay, so in Merlin, we need about 600 billion raindrops to drop there because a certain well is drying up or a certain lake is drying up or we have 10,000 homes that need water in it. So we need you to drop this amount of drops down so that we can replenish those homes and replenish those seas and replenish those wells so that everybody can be taken care of when it comes to them drinking water or when it comes to people filling up their pools or when it comes to people filling up their jacuzzis. This is the type of God we serve. This is why we are spiritually connected to God through water so that God can know exactly what we need and these God and goddesses that's in charge of the water worldwide, they go back and report to God exactly what we need in order to have what we need to have. And when you think about it, it's a lot because these God and goddesses of the kingdom, imagine how intelligent they are that God has delegated them to handle this responsibility worldwide. They go back and they tell God exactly how much they need for each state, each city, each county, each country. God is alerted by these God and goddesses how much rain he needs to drop. That's amazing. This is why, if you think about it, Sometimes when you're out and it's raining in certain places and it's not raining in other places, it is because God knows that that specific place needs water. And that is why he allows only the rain to fall in that specific area. I have witnessed one time 
when it was pouring down raining in a certain area and I drove through that area and when I came out of that area it was not raining and then when I looked in my rear view mirror I could actually see the sheets of rain was separated from when I came out of it it was the most beautiful thing I ever seen in my life but God um, allows us to see these things to let us know that particular place needed that water to do whatever it needed to do for his trees, for his people, for his animals to go down in the ground and take care of the roots, to, to build new trees up, to give trees strength, to nurture them. Maybe they needed to be fed that water. So he allowed more of that to fall in that area for those trees. That's the type of God we serve. And this is why he delegates out his God and goddesses worldwide so that they can report back to him what we need in this world to survive. Those God and goddesses are amazing. You have a goddess of the sun that makes sure that we get sunlight, that makes sure that we get the vitamins we need in our skin, that makes sure that the sun shines down and continues to grow fruit and vegetables in our world. They continue to take care of the trees and make sure that they give us our oxygen. You know, these are all processes that we don't take into accordance of what God is doing for us because we don't get the opportunity to sit still and think about just how much God does in our world to take care of us. There's a lot of processes that go on in these trees from God's sunlight, you know, to keep them strong, keep them standing. There's a lot of processes that they go through to make sure that we get oxygen. These are the things that we don't know about, but these are the things that God has delegated to his God and goddesses of the kingdom to make sure that all these processes in our world take place to keep us safe. Isn't that amazing? This is why snow comes. This is why hail comes. This is why rain comes. Because God has certain things that he has to do in our world, certain processes that must take place so that we can have the things that we need to have and so that we can be safe and survive in this world. That's the type of God we serve. You have a goddess of the moon. There's goddesses of the clouds, the sky. There's goddesses that's in charge of a lot of things that you don't know about. And um, when you become spiritually connected to God, he will give you like insights more deep into the processes and things that he does in our world that would help us survive. We don't know those things because we're not taught to go in the presence of God and seek him spiritually. When you are spiritual and you connect with God, God's going to bring you in deep into him so that you can see things that we did not pay attention to before in our lives that's taking place. This way, God can show you why things are the way that they are, why he planted things this way, why our food is grown that way how he brings rain in to give us blessings in his water. That's the type of God we serve. So when you spiritually connect with God, he will teach you all kinds of things and you will be amazed by it. Because before, when you wasn't connecting with God, you could not see things through the eyes of God in his spirit because the enemy don't want you to see it. 
You see, when we see things that God created and God gives us insights and wisdom on how they got there and the processes that he take them through and why he does it and how he does it and who he's doing it for, when you come to realize just how much God loves us unconditional, you'll have a whole new outlook on life. A whole new outlook. It will not allow you to focus and concentrate on things that are not of God. Because you'll be so interested in finding out more about God, more about these things that God has brought in our world, that you won't be interested on the things that's not important. Things that are not of importance, I should say, in the eyes of God. You will be focused more on God. And this is why in my spiritual growth of God, I'm seeking God because I want to know more about God. And the more that I seek God in this world, the more God reveals to me about the processes that he does, the things that take place with his water, the things that take place with his trees, the things that take place with the sun and what the sun does. All these things God will bring to the forefront and start showing you. And the only thing that you're going to be able to do is say, wow, I never seen it that way. I never heard it that way. I didn't realize how much God does for us each and every day of our lives to make sure that we survive. That's the type of God we serve. That's the type of sceneries he sets out for us to see. Different ones each and every day. A lot of us get in our cars and we drive from destination to destination and we not one time take a look up in the sky and see the scenery that God has set out for us. I love to get up early in the morning and go out just so I can see where God lays his sun in his clouds. And I begin to take a lot of pictures of those sceneries because I like to go back to them and look at the unconditional love that God has laid out. And in taking those pictures, I'm going to get them all printed out one day and just place them all over my home because it is a reflection of God's unconditional love and I want that unconditional love to be all around my house. Because I want to seek God every day. And to get up and look at those pictures of unconditional love. I can look in those pictures and seek God and see God in those pictures as he reveals back to me his unconditional love. That's the type of God we serve. So God is saying, you know, he understands that we're here to live life and we have responsibilities and we have bills to pay. He understands all of that. He even supplies all of our needs to make sure that we have the funds we need to take care of our responsibilities. He understands that. But in his life, he wants you to take time out of your schedule and spend time in his presence. And get to know him, get to connect with him, and get to see things of God in a whole different way. That's the type of God we serve.
That is the type of God we serve. Seeking him, finding him, and, and being in his presence as much as we can. And that is why I take all of these pictures because they are all reflections of God's unconditional love. And I have plenty of pictures. Most of them I will put in my bedroom so that when I wake up, I get to see God. I get to seek him in those photographs and he will reflect back to me the unconditional love of that photograph. That's the type of God we serve. And if I can take the presence of God in his visions and his creations of the sceneries that he gives us and put them in my presence, in my home, where I can get up every day and look into those photographs and seek God and receive his unconditional love and his presence again and again and again throughout my home, that's exactly what I plan to do because it is God. And because God loves me unconditionally, I want God around me as much as possible. I want to see the things that he does and I want to reflect on his creations that he has. And by taking those pictures, I get to take them with me. I'll keep them in my phone and I can always go back and look at them. I'll keep them, you know, on my walls. I can always go and find God. I'll keep them in my bathroom where I can look at God when I go in there to brush my teeth or wash up, take a shower, whatever the case may be, sit in a bath. I can always look at those pictures and I can see God and reflect with him and connect with him. And that way <clears throat> I can always feel the presence of his unconditional love in my life. So God is saying, take some time out and seek him so that you can connect with him spiritually and God can display his unconditional love in your life. That's the type of God we serve. A God that wants us to seek him every chance we get and to know and realize why you're here what you're supposed to be doing when you're here. The reason why God brought you on this earth is to seek him. Remember, you are living in God. You have the life of God in you. And what God wants us to do with that life is connect with him spiritually in this world. And in ways that we can do that is to see things through the eyes of God. The reason why a lot of people has not spiritually connected to God is because the enemy is aware of if you are woken up and connected with God spiritually, there's a lot of things in this world you would not participate in because it is not of God. And this is why the enemy keeps a lot of people blinded, keeps a lot of illusions over people's lives because he don't want you to wake up and connect spiritually with him so that you can see him through his eyes in this world. You will have a better understanding of your journey, your life in God in this world. He will give you a lot of understanding. And as you spiritually connect with God and as you continue to grow in God spiritually, you will mature more in him 
and you will see a whole different life through the eyes of God. And that is how when you go in to seek God and when you go into his presence, he will display to you a lot of things that you didn't pay attention to before. A lot of us drive by a lot of trees and we don't pay them any attention because we don't know the significance or the importance of these trees to be in our world worldwide. We don't think about God maintaining them and taking care of them worldwide everywhere and that they are going through certain processes in life everywhere worldwide just to give us oxygen. You see what I mean? We can get deeper and deeper into it, but I want you to spiritually connect with God so that you can start to see these things also and you will have a better understanding of your life's journey of God's life inside of you spiritually. So this is why I tell people, in order for you to spiritually connect with God, you have to focus on God. You have to make sure that you trust God. You have to meditate and spend time with God by yourself. No cell phones, no TV. Meditate in God. You have to have a good diet with God. You have to drink plenty of water. As I said, water is our spiritual connection with God. So this is why God is saying we have to drink plenty of water. The more water you drink, the better your connection spiritually with God. The more water you drink, the better your connection spiritually is with God. So God is saying, drink plenty of water, eat plenty of fruits and vegetables, green ones. You can eat all fruits and vegetables, but God says, eat plenty of green fruits and vegetables. Your spirit likes them. Then ground yourself in God. I want you to go out into nature and seek God. Park your car, get out, go walk by some trees, look at them, study them, and see the significance of what God is doing in his trees. And also, hug a tree. Take your shoes and socks off. Step in the grass. Step in the sand. Go put your feet in some water on the beach, in the lake. God wants you to connect with him naturally. When we connect with God naturally, it does not cost you any money. <laughs> God don't need money to bring his stuff to you naturally. This is why he left it here for us that is free. Because it is from God. And God don't charge for his things of naturally giving to us. <laughs> he don't charge us for that. That is why he has laid it out for you and I to enjoy. After you go out and ground yourself in God, hug a tree. I say that many times. I hug God's trees. People laugh at me. It is not a joke. If you want to connect with God spiritually, hug a tree and connect with God naturally. The trees are maintained by God, right? They're all standing up strong for God, right? Connect with God spiritually. He maintains these trees 
And when you go and you give this tree a hug, you are connecting spiritually with God. Those trees will give you more strength than you will ever imagine in your life. They are better than any, anything else in this world chemically made. To hug a tree will give you more vitamins than you can ever imagine. And that is because it is nothing but unconditional love, no expectations, no limitations, and it is from God, naturally. Hug a tree and um, make up your positive affirmations and make sure you say them every morning and every night to God. And start on your spiritual growth in God. And you will begin to see things. Because the more connected you get with God spiritually, the more you're going to want to seek God. Because when he starts showing you things in different ways, you're going to be like, wow, I want to learn more. So you will seek God in everything. And when you start seeking God the more you seek God, the more he reveals himself to you. And that's where you'll know, wow, I'm starting to connect with God. And you'll want more and more and more. And this is not something that you can find in books or on a computer. How can I go get spiritually connected with God? This is something that you individually have to do with God because everyone's different. You have to go to God yourself, take a stand in your life, and ask God to allow you to spiritually connect with him. And he will, as long as you're doing things that is righteous in the eyes of God. If you are doing something against God, you will not be spiritually connected with God. God wants people who have a pure heart, who want to change in their lives for him. And when you decide to stand up and take charge over your life, then God will reveal himself to you over and over again. That's the type of God we serve. When you seek him, you shall find him. And when he sees that you are seeking him, he will find you over and over and over again. He will reveal more and more and more to you. And the only thing you're going to be able to do is say, wow. So get spiritually connected with God. You will learn about the power of God in your spirit. You will learn about the gifts and talents that you have in your DNA. That's the other thing. When you connect with God, God has the keys to unlock your talents and your gifts inside your DNA. They didn't teach you that in church, right? They didn't teach you that in school, right? Remember what I said. The enemy don't want you to know these things. So they try to keep it hidden. But when you spiritually connect with God, he reveals all. And guess what? We don't have to pay for any of it. God will unlock those gifts and he will unlock those talents inside of your DNA that will allow you to connect with him and then you will begin to see things that you did not pay attention to before. And that's because God has awakened you spiritually in his world. That's the type of God we serve. So I said all of this to say, don't allow the enemy 
to steal your blessings of seeking God, finding God, witnessing God, learning about God, learning about you, why you're here, what the journey is, what you're supposed to be doing here. You find all of those things out when you spiritually connect with God. God will order your steps, put you on a path you're supposed to be on, and you will have a fulfilled and peaceful life in God on this earth. Isn't that what the ultimate outcome of our life is in God? To have a fulfilled life in God and live a peaceful and content life with God. I did not say anything about money. A lot of people put their focus on money. What God wants you to know here is he does not care anything about money. God's life inside of you does not care about money. When you start paying more attention to money, you lose the connection in God because God did not create your life in money. He did not start your heart beating because of money. And when you die, <laughs> he did not stop your heart from beating because of money. He does not care about money. And this is where a lot of people get caught up in the world. Because they care more about money than God. A lot of people don't understand the law of the land. God said, I will supply all of your needs. Where did he say anything about money? When God says, I will supply all of your needs, he means you having an abundant, peaceful, and content life. Money cannot buy that for you. It was already gifted to you from God. You did not come in the world with money. You will not leave the world with money. And that is because God don't need money. What he wants to give you is free. What you need to survive is free. And whatever you need in this world to be able to survive, God will give it to you. All you need to do is ask him for it. A lot of people in the world miss out on life because they work themselves, overwork themselves to get more money. All you have to do when you want to increase in your life is go down on your knees and ask God. In some type of way, he is going to increase your life. Life is not all about money. You did not come here with money. You will not leave here with money. Money is an illusion of energy given to you by the devil. They want you to focus on it. They want it to control you. Keep you bonded, stuck 
Make you think I can't do nothing. Nothing without it. When God is above our heads on his throne, taking care of all of these things in nature, and he spent one penny to do it. <laughs> he didn't spend one penny to do anything naturally. Even the birds. God didn't spend a penny to create these animals. Even the birds don't need money, but yet they survive, right? And they get to travel free. Why? Because of their faith in God. They know wherever they go, God will get them there safely. Wherever they go, if they need a rest, God will direct them to where they need to go to be safe and rest before they complete their journey. If the animals have that much faith in God and they don't work, but they get everything they need. They can travel to whatever state they want to travel to and God will make sure they get there safely. Why don't you believe? Why don't you ask God for things? Why don't you confide in God? Because when people go to confide in God, they don't trust God to give it to them. So they don't wait on God's divine timing. And then they go seek the devil because they chose not to wait on God. God is saying, listen, I said I will provide all of your needs. I said I gifted you unconditional love and I'm willing to give it to you and expand you in this world. I'm willing to connect with you in this world. Seek me, trust me, find me and allow me to bless you. That's the type of God we serve. That's the type of God we seek. That's the type of God we find. Today, I want you to take time out of your schedule, spend time with God in nature and seek him. Let us pray. Father God, we come before you on this day. We're here to magnify your name. We're here to speak your truth and your clarity. We thank you, Father, for all of these things that are free. We love you, Father. We honor you, Father. And we serve you today. Now, as I move forward, I ask, Father, that you will continue to bless each and every one. And allow them to seek and find you here today. Father, surround us with your armor. My children, my grandchildren, the five blessings of my life. Allow your angels of grace and mercy to be in our lives now and forevermore. To Archangel Michael, thank you. To the kingdom, spiritual guides and guardian angels, thank you. Father, I thank you for the gift of my life. All these things I ask in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. I thank you for joining me on Grow God's Light. Get out. 
seek God, find God, and explore God. This is Grow God's Light, everyone. Until next time, blessings.